With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Dean Vickerman and the Melbourne United are flying at the moment. Top of the table. The only defeat they suffered was at the hands of the Jack Jumpers. They go down to Tassie on Friday night to play them again. And they face the Hawks at John Kane Arena on Sunday. Make sure you watch the Hungry Jacks NBL live on ESPN. And Dean Vickerman joins us this afternoon. Afternoon, Dean. Afternoon. Great to have you on the program. And uh, I know you probably don't like talking about yourself, but it's your 300th NBL game on Friday night against the Jack Jumpers. You've got some of the all-time greats of the sport uh, just ahead of you on the list. What does that milestone mean to you? Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of fun seeing your name against um, some guys that very early in my career either coached me or you know were a part of my development as a coach. Um, so, yeah, that, that part's enjoyable. Like, I, you know, I see the 300 and actually, you know, kind of double it. So, you know, I spent 11 years as an assistant coach and a few games as a player. And so, you know, just being around this league for 20 years and seeing the growth is pretty cool. Has it gone quickly? Yeah, well, you look back and, you know, that we're celebrating the, the 93 uh, Tigers Championship this weekend, the 30 years. And um, so, yeah, I was, I was with the team the year before in 92 when we lost to the Magic and... Yeah. You know, still just remember, you know, um, that time and it doesn't seem that long ago. Yeah, it's great that you're celebrating. Uh, that was a fantastic team and a, a fantastic grand final series uh, celebrating that on Sunday. As we said, it's a really bit good start to the season. Just one defeat so far, sitting on top of the table. What, what, what's pleased you most so far with the way the team's performing? Yeah, you know, we haven't had our full roster on the floor yet. So, um, you know, covering for... Uh, JLA to start with and, and you know now Delhi going down for a few games and so you know just the ability to step up last year when we had some injuries we weren't able to cover uh, those positions uh, we've got a high IQ team so you know even on these double weekends we've had very limited preparation for games but this group's been good enough to just watch video for five minutes and be able to execute a game plan. And defensively, uh, really strong so far as well. You mentioned uh, Matthew Dallavadova there, missed uh, the, the two games on the weekend with concussion. How's he coming along and when do you think he'll feature again? Yeah, tracking well, you know, past all the con- concussion protocols that he needed to. They put him through pre-extensive testing yesterday and got a, a big tick on that one. Um, yeah, got into some non-contact part of practice today and so... Um, yeah, we just got to ramp him up with some contact, um, you know, planning on having him back for next week. You mentioned uh, JLA before. Back in the team, you've been managing his minutes the first couple of games. And Ariel Huckport, started the season in sensational uh, fashion. It's probably a nice problem to have, but balancing their time on the court together, how much court time they get, how, how difficult is that going to be? Yeah, I think it's been good for Joe to, you know, we play him 15 and you know, 21 in the in the first two games. And just as he comes back into it, you know, if we had stretched him much further than that, I think there was, you know, some risk. So, you know, it's been fantastic. But Ariel's deserved every minute he's played for us this year and he's been outstanding. So to have those guys split minutes for uh, maybe this weekend as well, 
And then we just want to get some reps where those two have the ability to spend some time in practice playing together and see what that part looks like as well. Speaking to Melbourne United, Coach Dean Vickerman coaches his 300th NBL game on Friday night against the Jack Jumpers down in Hobart. As you mentioned, it's been a really strong start to the season. And we hear, you know, sort of football coaches say that they don't really get a read on the competition sometimes until everyone's played everyone once or, you know, the halfway mark of the season. For you, when what stage of the season do you think it really settles down and you can assess how well your team's going who are going to be the teams there at the business end and, and maybe the teams that, that won't quite be there? Yeah, you know, we're just coming off this first quarter of the season and you go 6-1 and one and you're obviously pleased with the outcome of, of that one. But there's so much growth uh, left in, in this team and, um, you know, the schedule, everyone's got a different schedule at this time of year. So I think, to me, once you've reached that halfway mark where you, where you have played everybody and you've played... Um, you know, a number of top four teams, you can kind of really assess yourself. And there's a bunch of different styles in the league this year as well. So you may do well against one style and not so well against another. So, yeah, I think mid-year will be have a fair indication of where everyone's at. What makes the Jack Jumpers such a difficult team to play against? We know Jordan Crawford, Milton Doyle, that partnership is looking really good at the moment. They scored 25 and 18 respectively when you played them a couple of weeks ago. But overall, it seems like maybe externally people underrate them a little bit, the Jack Jumpers, but the way they've started this season uh, has been really impressive. Yeah, you know, it starts with their with their physicality and their disruption defensively. They, they're going to try and force you into making mistakes. Um, if you're good enough to handle their pressure and be able to pass the ball through it and, and um, execute how you cut off it and how you shoot the basketball, you, you know, you give yourself a good chance and and then there's a rhythm that they play with down in Tassie and the crowd excitement that you can't just let a, a run stretch out very long as well. You need to be able to stop it with great execution, a timeout, um, you know, a big play offensively as well. So, um, but yeah, they have, um, you know, those two guys, Crawford and, and Doyle, who are elite one-on-one players are a great system team. Um, but then you've got two guys that can break out of it and just get it to get their own shot as well. You mentioned that there's so many different styles in the league this year. Is that from the teams that have maybe changed coaches or changed personnel significantly, or have you ever noticed some teams that haven't had that much change, whether it's coaching or players, that have, have tweaked their styles as well? Yeah, I just think that, you know, having different coaches in our league, having, you know, um, you know, the Sydney coach come from the NBA and the G League and then New Zealand coming from Israel. And, you know, we're just bringing in lots of different flavours. Um, you know, Adam Ford's, you know, got his group of, of young kids playing with a you know, different style to everyone else as well. So I think, you know, everyone's just maximising, you know, the talent that they have and um, understanding what they grew up with and the style of play that really suits. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun just uh, trying to navigate the, the different styles in the league. Tough couple of days for Jack White, waived by OKC. If he, if he can't pl- find another place on a roster or pick up another NBA contract, is, is there a possibility, given you've got the NBA rights to him, that you could find a place for him on your roster? Yeah, I guess there's always a possibility, but... Um, you know, he's too talented you know, right now at this stage of his career to win a, to be a part of an NBA championship team. And, um, you know, I'm sure there's a, at least a, a two-way out there for him, if, if not a full roster spot. But 
Um, again, you know, we've built a great relationship with him and if there was ever a chance to, to bring him back to Melbourne if the NBA didn't work out, we'd always entertain it. Dean, congratulations, 300 games. It's a, a magnificent uh, achievement, as you say. A, a lot of other basketball there as a player and an assistant coach. Uh, good luck on Friday night and also back here on Sunday against the Hawks at John Kane Arena. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Great to chat to Dean Vickerman. So Friday night, it's against the Jack Jumpers in Tassie and then back home Sunday, 2 p.m. at John Kane Arena, 6-1 and 1, Melbourne United. Take on the Hawks, of course. If you want tickets, get them at ticketech.com.au.